cloud of ever-changing claims emerged, placing the blame on a Ukrainian fighter jet, Ukrainians on the ground, or the CIA, or claiming that Putin's private plane was the real target. Russia's tactics, says Ben Nimmo, senior fellow in information defense at the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab, rely on what he calls the 4D approach. Dismiss, distort, distract, dismay. Never confess, never admit, just keep on attacking. The single most prevalent Russian response is to attack the critic, he says. They use a vilify and amplify technique. Critics are besmirched, sometimes in an official announcement, sometimes through proxies, sometimes through anonymous sources quoted in state media. Then paid trolls and highly automated networks of bots add scale. In response, an ad hoc blend of civilians, private companies, and NGOs has evolved to cast a bright, shining light on MH17 and Russian aggression in Ukraine, Syria, and the Atlantic Partnership. Exemplifying the values Italo Calvino outlined in Six Memos for the Next Millennium, Lightness, Quickness, Exactitude, Visibility, Multiplicity, and Consistency, their methods are in sharp contrast to the West's generally sclerotic response to a revanchist Russia. Nowhere is this weakness more brutally apparent than in Russia's use of digital technology to reinforce its greatest tool of statecraft, Maskerovka. The literal translation, Little Masquerade, disguises the density and importance of this elusive concept. Military deception misses its deep cultural roots— Maskarovka involves camouflage, denial, and a deep finesse. As James Jesus Angleton, the founding counterintelligence chief of the CIA, put it, the myriad stratagems, deceptions, artifices, and all the other devices of disinformation confuse and split the West with an ever-fluid landscape where fact and illusion merge, a kind of wilderness of mirrors. The most powerful weapon in the Moskorovka armory is disinformation, a word acquired in the 1950s from the Russian desinformatsia. A generation after the Cold War, the acknowledged masters of DESA are deploying disinformation technology against the compromised immune system of liberal democracy. And at this point, says Andrew Anderson, a Russian-born security analyst at the University of Calgary's Center for Military and Strategic Studies, the West is losing. The first thing you need to understand is that this is a war, says Anderson. This is not a joke and not a game of any kind. It's not socializing with your friends on social networks. It's a real war. Even those who don't want to take part have to behave in accordance with the laws of war, he says, alluding to Trotsky's notorious epigram recalled by several of the interviewees for this story that translates loosely as, you may not be interested in war, but war is interested in you. Even the name of this new style of war is contested territory. Ambiguous, hybrid, irregular, and nonlinear warfare have all been suggested. Mark Galliotti, senior research fellow at Prague's Institute of International Relations, unpacks the issue in his new book, Hybrid War or Gibridnaya Vojna, Getting Russia's Nonlinear Military Challenge Right. He admits to still worrying at it. The more I think about what we should be calling hybrid war, he says, the more I think the answer is war. The Russians have stumbled on how the nature of international contestation is changing and will be fought out in the 21st century. 
It's an age when direct kinetic warfare, the military's term of art for things that go bang, is ridiculously expensive in political but also economic terms, he says. Instead, war will be fought out through a variety of other means, many of which are covert, ambiguous, and so on. The Russians have, fortuitously for them, simply stumbled on a truth of the century. Exactly an hour before MH17 took off, Necromancer tweeted a tentative identification. It visually resembles a buckalot. Bucks are a family of Russian-made mobile medium-range surface-to-air missile systems. A Donetsk man of around 50, he spends almost all his free time scanning popular Russian-language social media sites like Vikontakt, In Contact, known as Russia's Facebook, and Odnoklasniki, Classmates, listening to pro-Russian channels on the walkie-talkie app Zello, and sharing civilian reports of military activities. As an additional hobby, he uses open sources.